0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. Hey everybody! Welcome to the Bolology Report. Damien Fleming here. Very excited. Very excited about special guest. Is a man. Or oh, he's a former Australian Test cricketer. He's treasurer of the fast bowling cartel. <laughs> former Cricket Australia board member. He's got a masters in business because he's smart. He's an ex-fast bowler. He's got three lovely children. Lovely wife, Lindsay. Uh, one of the most loved teammates of uh, of our era. Uh, and a man named by Wisdom as the person, the cricketer, who saved Test Match Cricket back at Edge in 2005, <laughs> Michael Castrich, Thanks for joining us. Well, Hello, Flam. How are you?
1: Thank you for the uh, invitation.
0: Yeah, mate, thanks for joining us. Now, straight away, are you comfortable with that claim that you are the man who saved mm. Test Match Cricket
1: well, I think it's appropriate. Really, it's sixteen years ago that um, uh, being an ashes year, of course, this summer, that we need to um, bring it up again—the fact that I single-handedly saved Test cricket.
0: Take us through those moments. Uh, uh, that split second, um, two to win. Uh, mm-hmm. Harmison's running in, and and how quickly was it? Was it? Did you just know you're out, and just just straight away? I've got to walk.
1: Well, in, a, in the flurry, and you know, I suppose instinct takes over. Um, yeah, you practice plenty of short balls, get away, you wear it, and all that. But just in the moment, it felt like it rose off a length that was a lot tighter, and instinct's hands sort of went up um, like that. And I like to think it was good coaching or practice that it meant that in that moment I was able to actually drop my right hand off the bat at the time and it flicked the right hand, which happened to be off the bat. And, of course, we all know that Law 34.1 MCC Laws of Cricket um, clearly states that's not out. But did
0: you know instinctively (laughs) not out, but you were thinking for world cricket, we dominated the Poms for 25 years, Test Cricket's at its strongest, it was the biggest Mm -hmm. Rating Ashes series ever, and you were a part of it. Did you
1: just think, this is bigger than me, this is bigger than (laughs) Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually had a guy in India. I um, happen to be in a, in a hotel <laughs> lobby in India, and a guy came up to me and just said, He says, Oh, hey, Michael Kasparovich, no, thank you. Thank you for saving Test cricket. And I said, <laughs> oh, how do we manage that, mate? And, he, and this is obviously in India, and he's loving his cricket. And he just said, um, He said, Well, if you had have got those runs with Brett Lee, you would have been 2 0 up in the series, and Australia stray would have gone and won it, and then Test cricket would be boring. But your innings actually saved it, and and the, the classic part about it, Flame, is that um you pointed out that the there was junior participation rates were up by thirty percent in both countries, there was uh DVD. They're buying bats. Rates.
0: They're buying bats,
1: mate. The greatest test was the DVD was sold for I think eleven pound ninety nine, or thirty thousand copies of that. There was uh, all the England players all got MBEs, including the bus driver. And if I was the guy who was single-handedly responsible, what do you reckon happened to me? Are you knighted? I got, I got dropped again. So that that was it. So, <laughs> I... <laughs> so world cricket's
0: happy. Um, the queen's happy. She's knighting people, and mm. and you just get dropped by your country.
1: Oh look! I, and I, what did Don Bradman say? Leave the game in a better place than when you entered. That. So, uh, what tick. was the conversation
0: with uh, John Buchanan and and Ricky Pontic, team balance when you got dropped?
1: Um, <laughs> I, I can't recall. I just thought team that, uh, No, actually, no. McGrath came back. That's what it was. So that leads me to
0: my next question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And we know <laughs> you're a bit of a prankster in your day in the Australian team. Mm. How did you actually get the soccer or rugby ball in the line of McGrath <laughs> running in, so that he would do his ankle and get yourself into the team?
1: I actually had nothing to do with that you at all, liar. And no, 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 and, and the reason why um, was that um well obviously it's got McGrath, you don't want him stepping on it. I was trying to get um, Binger to step on it, but no, 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 <laughs> not the case at all. Um, I, I'll tell you what, how it worked for me. Um, and the view is really weird because I, in the day, and I, I don't know what when it changed. Maybe you can remember, but I, as a 12th man, I had to mark the run ups of the other bowlers. Yep. Yep. And I don't can't, I can't, in, I can't work out when that changed. Anyway, you just used to be responsible for your own. Anyway, I'm having to mark out, you know, someone's number with the tape and I've got it all there. And, and I'm down on virtually on my knee. Know doing this, and next thing I've glanced to, to to the left, and seen McGrath down in a screaming heap, and um, all of a sudden there was—I remember John, and I think Punner was there at the time. They started laughing at him, thinking, ah, get up, mate, get up!" And then you saw him just—he couldn't. And then all of a sudden there was just some distress going on over there, but at the right side over here with the England team, where they were warming up, I um, was watching them, and they all of a sudden you could sort of see them. They all of a sudden, "Whoa, oh, what's going on here?" Like. Great mm. And so I had actually had uh Merv. Merv was the uh, selector on duty with his uh tour groups. So anyway, he's come over to me. And when that happened, I thought, right, let's see what's going on here. I realize it's happening here because Sean Tate was actually uh sore or injured or something wasn't quite right. They weren't gonna play an extra spinner um in McGill. Um and it was one of those ones just thinking, oh, I'm a chance here, I'm a real <laughs> chance. Anyway, Merv <laughs> Merv came up and says to me, Merv says, he said, oh, Casper, um, obviously you've seen what's happened with He's out. Um, you're right to go. And I looked at Merv and I said, mate, that's bloody lucky, that. He said, what? I said, oh, lucky I got in before 3 a.m. last night. It was just, a- <laughs> it could have been awesome. Not the case. It didn't happen. It was early in bed because you might just get a chance, and might just get a chance to play a test match and single-handedly save test cricket.
0: Exactly. I, and what about your decision to force Ricky Ponting, the captain, to bowl first on the flattest pitch <laughs> ever. Why did you do that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you just want to bowl every time. It's, we bowl first, and, yeah, then you can sit down and relax and let the batsman do their job. But we I mean, know all that. No, that never happens. Um, what what was your know?
0: vibe? Did you look at the pitch? And do you remember much chat about it? I mean, generally, it's your yeah, back
1: first, but having played a fair bit of county cricket, and a few of the guys had. Um, that Edge Baston pitch normally does a bit. It's normally got plenty of bouncing, which is why Edge used to attract whacka units for many years. Um yeah. Alan, Donald. Alan Donald used to just do that. It was the bounciest track in, in the UK. There happened to be a mini cyclone ripped through Birmingham a couple of days earlier. And I kid you not, there was actually floods, there was all that. Yeah. So we've turned up and thought, right, this will be interesting. Um, the wicket generally bounces, it carries us, and we've turned up and looked at it. And it did look grey. It didn't have, you know, it had sort of a good grasp, but it just looked a little different. But not not. The grey doesn't excite
0: me as a fast bowler.
1: Grey's not green nah. wood. No, nah, we like green. Green's yeah, my favorite yeah. colour. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um and look and, and really out of that decision, it was incredible, wasn't it? Whereby I think it was there was a, a, a oh, like a, almost a mantra of Australian captains where no one yeah, like you, you just you've been the toss and and, and bowl uh, when toss and bat every single time from then. No,
0: well, I to. was with a, a tour group with Merv. He was doubling up, oh, yes.
1: selectors and chairman
0: of thing. And and that first uh, that first two hours was 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 nuts, wasn't it? Like it was just aggressive fields, like you do, and and it just didn't do anything. But fast forwarding, so mm-hmm. you walk out, <clears> sixty two <throat> runs needed. Um, you're in pretty good form. I mean, you, you, you're coming out on a king pair. Did, did that no.
1: add? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't
0: the case. You made a first bull duck in the first innings.
1: What do you mean, a king pair?
0: Well, a king pair um, is when you make two golden ducks.
1: do not I've oh, never geez. heard that. I've never oh, heard that oh, before. Oh, okay, I'll pretty I, only play, I only played for twenty years, but yeah, but that's fine. Yeah. Yep. So you obviously weren't thinking
0: about that, but um, no, I wasn't. You know, you know, <laughs> as soon as you get out there, what do you? Th- you and Binger would be probably pretty relaxed, wouldn't you? You're just thinking, well, we'll we'll, we'll let it go. We're, we're behind the eight ball here against a, yeah. let's be honest, a a, a,
1: a very very good English attack. Mm. Uh, and that, yeah, it was incredible. It, it, what happened going out with Binger and the noise? Um, yeah, that the crowd were right in anyway, went up to Binger and sort of smiled at him and um, and said, right, mate, well, you know, we just got to keep obviously the heads and nose and toes, I suppose, were, was what they were looking to do and try and get us out yeah. every single ball. And one of the things I remember saying to Binger, and we said, just let's have some fun, mate. Just you know, see how we go and how deep we can get this and just have fun. And it was incredible because they were every ball was either the nose or the toes, and we were scoring. We've been scoring at four, or five runs an over, <laughs> um, not through so blinding drives a or hook shots. When well, I'll tell of- you what happened. Well, the whole way through, I think um, there was a, a short ball from uh, I don't know, it might have been Flintoff, and I sort of leant back and gave a bit of a cut, you know, feeling quite comfortable with that sort. Of, um, and it and Trey, Simon Bart. Jones ran in from third man and spilt it bang. So we're like, oh, right. maybe that's it. Maybe we're away here. And it was incredible because um, we were just scoring runs and runs were coming. And then all of a sudden, I just remember, it was really distinct this, when um, Flintoff was bowling and he's bowled to Binger. I was not the non-striker's end. He's bowled to Binger and it's hit the foot marks down the leg side. And Geraint Jones didn't have a chance because then it just pinged off and for four buys. It went from 13 runs To single figures, nine. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, from all the crowd, the noise, it just went silent because I think right then everyone realised, holy shit, that that maybe Australia's a chance here. And even then, the whole way through, every over or in between balls, we'd sort of walk down and have a smile at each other and uh, just keep loving it, just keep having fun here and shit, we don't know where we can get to. Yeah,
0: and I was in the crowd and it Mm. was sort of like, oh, my God, we're going to beat the Aussies and then it was just this gradual change to oh we can't lose it from here yeah. so it, it was it was amazing atmosphere but you know just to see the you know what we love so much about test match cricket and and the actual ball you talked about and yeah. what about <clears> the shot again i just replayed it i mean it, it almost looked like you'd gone the the dilshan scoop before there Despite, was a deal, it was, it was almost the cat. It could have been the Casper scoop. That could have been I, you.
1: I could have been absolutely, and I think it would have been a, a hit. Uh, certainly, it's uh, what rebel sport do you sell a bat or are you? Oh, maybe or, or, or a glove. Maybe we need glove shapes. A different once again, different ways you're almost
0: to, there. That could have been you know, all the T20 players now. We go, oh, yeah, Casper. You know, handy number 11, high score of uh, just 25 in Test match cricket. But he had the
1: 360 degrees. He had the, the Casper <laughs> scoop. I would, actually, you're right. It could have been good. But I think it was it a was wonderful example of just those fine, how, how fine those moments are from obviously good days, great days, or just the, the days that don't work. And, and even that whole series, to be honest. Um, to have the Australian team, I think it was even an, tea on the last day of the fifth test, it was still in the balance. There was a chance yeah. that we still could do it. And it was like double extra time and that's why it was the greatest series because it, it just dragged it out. The moments throughout the whole, every test match were just extraordinary. Well, it, was and like um, a,
0: yeah. it was like a 100 miles an hour the whole series, wasn't it? Like it was just insane. Yeah. And was, what, about, was, yeah. what about the iconic moment that you also missed out at, you know Freddie goes to Binger but where, where, yeah. where were you? You should have <laughs> got in I? there, ran past Binger and shook. Because Freddie's so famous, I mean, it could have been you in that iconic it's, team, you know, sports yeah. moment.
1: I, yeah. The thing was, I think I had people come to me and said, "Oh, you know, that photo. You know, what, what did what did Andrew Flintoff say to you? You know, it must have." And I said, uh, "I was down the other end, and no <laughs> one gave a shit about me." <laughs> I think right. I think Freddie might have been saying "suck shit, mate." That's one all. I don't know what he said. But it's but the it's, um, perception. You've always talked about it. It's the perception. I have absolutely, and even I'll tell you one one little takeaway from that whole series. And maybe my 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 uh, the lens I've always seen this career team has been really unique. So ten years, um, I was in that team and spent time in and but also out. 13 times. Um, I'm pretty sure I was told once that I was actually dropped from the team. I actually find my way back in. But one of the things I saw is my unique view I had of the team was um, the people and yeah. the way, the, the behaviours or what they spoke about and expectations. And and it really, it's a bit like your own kids. You go away for a week when they're really young, you come home and then things change. You notice there's new words or new things they're doing. yeah. And so coming in and out of that team within all the individuals that we all know so well and the environment, but I reckon that Ashes series was the one time in that 10-year period when in that dressing room, the word luck was used. And the reason why I'm framing it like that is that the only team that talks about luck is the loser because you, you, you need luck. Winners never, you know, celebrate. Yeah, how lucky were we? And everyone, and that's that. Really, we were because there was, you know, uh, bad decisions or, you know, Simon Caddick getting LBW with pitching that far down leg or, or there's, you know, drop catches, great catches, injuries to gun players. All those things that sort of you feel like when you're losing are conspiring against you. Um, but when you're winning, you're just you're on.
0: Yeah, it was interesting. Someone uh, around the party there, you know, I think it was their first trip. You know, I remember him saying it was interesting how a, a great team can still lose confidence quite quickly. You know, it's yeah. still such a, and and then you know that the language changes, as you said, it's you not we got it's not we're going to get better, or you know know, yeah, we'll change. You know, we're just having bad luck. Um, body language is such a strong thing as well, so. You know what yeah. else? You know
1: what, yeah, you know what else was really different about that one trip was because um, there was maybe it was the first time where we had sort of families um, come and stay because all the time away, um, you know, with accommodation, I, I think remember Gilly Adam Gilchrist, um, his family had stayed needed a bit more room in another apartment away from the hotel and the team hotel. Um, but what was kind of really weird was that it became like a workplace in that you'd go to work in the morning you catch the bus have breakfast with your family in the hotel and sure it's not every day you're doing a buffet <laughs> um, but yeah. you end up you end up going to work getting on the bus going to work with your you know your colleagues and then but at the end of the day you'd actually get on the bus you'd come back to the hotel and we were almost encouraged there was sort of a feeling like we should you know like spend a bit more less time together like sort of just spend time with family yeah. and and what was weird about it was that there was internally there was a little bit of some bickering on some parts or partners um, and as people were sort of like training a bit carefully. It was just a bit distant. And the yeah. one thing, the one thing in hindsight and certainly, you know, even then at the time thought, no, no, because we are under pressure, you've got to pull in close. That's when you just needed everyone just to really pull in tight and be really close and then, and yeah, you know, like I said, together and, and and battle your way out. So that was that was in professionalism, I suppose, and the, the journey we've all had, it was something that was that was just a different, different stage. And I guess it's it's gone gone a, a whole other level now.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, coming into the team now, you've um, you know, that's all you know, is your family around and they're away yeah. so long. So good luck to them. Hey Casper, one of the reasons I got you on today, um, you know, you're the chairman of Sports Corps. Um, can you tell ta- you got an exciting smart ball launching? Can you tell us about, you know, your involvement there and, and going forward with this ball?
1: Yeah, it's it's look, in my 20 years of player and 10 in administration in cricket, um, it's the coolest bit of sport tech, I would say. And the reason being that it actually gives you feedback, gives the player feedback. So instead of it being you know, um, a device or capturing data for the trainer or the umpires or even the broadcast, um, this is for the player because it's getting feedback. So what we've able to do um, with Cougar so Bar- Just
0: quickly, that, yeah, yeah. sorry, you're going. Yeah, to with the Cougar Cougar, Bar- yeah.
1: what we've done is we've actually partnered with them um, and developed a smart cricket ball, replaced the cork rubber compound that sits inside the ball that the ball's built around. And in the Kookaburra turf ball at this stage, which is the the best ball, um, we've got an accelerometer, a magnetometer. Um, there's a battery um, inside um, the case that we've developed, and all the testing we've done through the University of Queensland, um, which was the protocol that Cricket Australia put in place of just absolutely belting this ball and um, to try and break it, and we they haven't, we haven't. So it's been a look classic startup story um great taking a concept to a product and then into your the consumer stage right now so it's i'm really enjoying it. it's been three years it's been wow. a hell of a journey um and and through next, covid actually, as well well that's where the hell of a journey really took over because when you're trying to raise money um for the business to save it um managed to find a, a uk company called velocity capital the guys there are fabulous awesome to, to deal with um And we've actually done we've done really well getting through last year and started this year to the point where actually going to be at the Caribbean Premier League um, and the ball is going to be used in the broadcast. So August twenty sixth this year it's in the CPL. It's actually we've we've also getting the ball used uh, for the Brisbane Premier League, which is the amateur. Um, league up here in Brisbane. It starts on Sunday. Um, I know that uh, KO's broadcasting two of their matches uh, on the Sunday, uh, back after each other and streamed through uh, by Frogbox, Interact Sport, my cricket um, as well. So it's really exciting. The way I sort of frame what we do and the reason why our purpose, if you like, is we want to empower the athlete. We want to engage the players all players at all levels, but also mainly is excite the fans because they're going to see stuff you know, from the fan level. They're going to see stuff they've never seen before. What we pick up is the speed out of the hand, speed yep. pre-bounce and also speed post-bounce, those three markers, the revolutions of the ball out of the hand and revolutions post-bounce. But what is, I reckon, the coolest one under the radar at the moment um, is power. So, power of the ball out of the hand. So, on release, how many watts is the ball coming out at? And, and so, what,
0: what does that translate to? Are you trying to work out, you know, potentially, you uh, know, that's someone who bowls a heavy ball or um, they're the quicker ones? Or...
1: Well, no, well, speed, you've got obviously the radar gun for speed and you've got the deceleration, I suppose. But for me, one of the things was giving some context to all these fabulous terms in cricket. Yeah. You know, the, the heavy ball is precisely it. And so now we can actually put um, you know, a metric around it. You know, so here's the data that says that you know Riley Meredith bowls you know that ball at fifty three you know watts you know out of the hand thousand watts out. It's out of It's also
0: interesting, you know, like even um, from from boy, young boys and girls up to the elite level, they all want to know how quick they bowl. So I'm assuming this will be as accurate as anything and and consistency because you know working mm. being a commentator, you know you you're you commentating some competitions and you go, nah, the radar gun is a lot quicker in this competition there. Um, For spinners (laughs) who don't spin the ball, you know, is it because they've got low revs? And even, you know, our old pastime swing bowling, um, you know, we talk about that coming down the back of the ball is really important as opposed to pushing it out. Um, You know, we might start to get some feedback on, um, because they're the two arts that I think uh, we're probably lacking a bit in Australia is 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 a, a, a group of spin bowlers and swing bowlers and, and maybe yeah. this ball might might help us unearth a few.
1: Yeah, I think that's what's the most exciting part about it is that um, for the first time we're able to pick up new data and, and when I say data, um, I suppose for a player, for an athlete, an elite level, you've got a coach telling you that looks good and telling you how to do it. You've also got video, you can watch that. But the part, I think, for us as players, um, and it's hard to describe this to anyone who hasn't done it, but it's feel. It's yeah. all about feel. And yeah. so when you've got these different sources of being able to see it on video, um, then you've got the coach telling you, but at the same time you have some data to back up the feel that you got with the ball coming out. To me, that's that's the most exciting part. And as you pointed out, I think that's fine at the elite level. Um, and what we're trying to do is get it, the elite guys using it and being kookaburra. Um, the balls are used uh, in, oh, certainly in Australia, but also every white ball competition around the world. IPL, ICC events, it's all the uh, kookaburra turf, white um, white turf ball. But more importantly, I think, then it's if it's in the broadcast because they're getting better, they're improving. They, we're loving that. The sports science loves that. If they're using it, then it's actually selling the message to every single player. So my big goal and dream for this business is... To make it affordable, but most of all accessible to every single player. So what a catchphrase. what a so, catch You like it? I like it. Should it. be in marketing, but no. But this is the whole thing. It's 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 all about that accessibility because as you point out, it doesn't matter how old you are, you want to see how fast you're bowling. And if all of a sudden, yeah. you know, buying a 250, you know, five dollars radar, yeah, that's not gonna happen to your club cricket or junior cricket. Buying even the revolutions to see that out of a fifty thousand dollar, you know, track man <laughs> machine. <laughs> he isn't going to do that either. So that's the beauty of it. And more importantly, it's about seeing what you've done when getting that feedback, even for my 14-year-old son. But more importantly, it's about comparing yourself with your mates, yeah. your family, your friends, um, and even I think for as far as talent recognition, one of the things we can do, we can actually identify um, yeah, where the balls are around the planet, Um, And say the revolution. So, what one of the things I'm really excited about doing is this all being in India, um, getting to tier not one and two and eight, 10, 15 cities, but out to the tier 50 cities. Yeah. Um, And you're going to find some wonderful stories. It's going to be an opportunity to change some people's lives. I really do feel that.
0: Uh, It sounds exciting and good luck with that. We'll be keeping in touch with the progression.
1: Good catch by uh, Michael Kaspervich. Ball was hit pretty firmly. It might have just been the change of pace. Every now and again, he rolls. I Kasper, uh, back the wrist to your on
0: career one. to a degree. Uh, I've got a few little questions here, man, but yeah. it's a tough one off the top of your head. But can you describe <laughs> your career and mainly your bowling in your stages from from seventeen to thirty-five?
1: Yep, yep. Um,
0: development and yeah, yeah. yeah. I
1: think um, I think. Well, you learn by doing is sort the, of the, the theme overall. And I know when you're young, um, yeah, you, you steam in, bowl quick because you can. You swing the ball because you can. And one of the things that I had, um, you know, I was even told, I think at one stage early on with, by Trevor Owens when he dropped me, I think it must have been the second or third time. <laughs> um, he said, Casper, we see you as a wicket taker, but you go for runs. And I hadn't been in the, in the one-day team. So I made it my sort of like goal for the next two seasons in domestic cricket. I think it was the FAI Cup back then or it might have I been bowl, Mutual. Maybe. Well, it could have been one of those. Anyway, um, I rumoured for two years I made damn sure that I didn't go over 50 once yeah. in two years. And you're opening the bowling, you're bowling first over and you're bowling last over. And so then I could go back to him and say, listen, this is how it works. Of which straight away, and as you use the word perception, he said, Oh, actually, right. And then surprise, surprise, I think in the next one day series they end up started picking me again. Um <laughs> what I what I might have might have just forgotten to tell him was a couple of those innings I might have oiled six overs for about 48. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he didn't need it's to all, know.
0: That's all about he didn't perception. need to know though, did he?
1: No, and exactly. What
0: about like your stock ball as a mm. you know teenager compared to you know just your last stage with the Australian team? Because yep. you, 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 I thought you evolved and adapted. You know, yep. fast out swingers. Then you know near the end, you made yourself really adaptable. You know that off cutter yep. seamer reverse swing was had played a big part. So, yep. How I did think- you make that 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 um, change?
1: Well, I think um, as I said, learn by doing I reckon the biggest change for me was um well being out of the Australian career team. So not being picked in them out, I mean, I'm trying to, and at times you try too hard. And that's it's just natural. Yeah. You're gonna only gonna try. And and it was a game against South Australia, I remember this, because I got dropped. Um, yeah, it was actually just after my test debut, actually. Yeah, test debut. So it was the first time I was dropped. But um, was <laughs> I um we played and I didn't get a wicket the first test, I didn't get a wig at the second test in oh. Sydney. And then we're playing New South Wales, Queensland, New South Wales, and it was virtually a bowl-off, if you like, um, full strength at the Gabba. I remember Mark Taylor was there and obviously captain on it and all that sort of stuff. I'm like, Shit, I'm gonna get stuck in you, and that's you know, that's how we're gonna do it. And that innings, I went out and because I was talking about Bick had been getting wickets for Queensland, and, and I'm sort of, you know, I'm in the team not getting wickets. So I remember coming in and there was, you know, the Nick that just fell short of the you know of the slips, or the LBW that, you know, wasn't out. And then it was like, but all of a sudden Bick was getting a few. And just I just found myself trying so hard. And anyway, yeah. sure enough, I ended up at the end of the game. Um, look, unfortunately we have a picture, we've gone with Bick, said okay, great. No, well, good luck. Um, so I just remember that next game we went down to South Australia and probably had a week or two to sort of get my head around all that. And I really simply, I simply I just I stopped, and I, I stopped and I thought, what was I thinking? How was my mind before I played cricket for Australia? What was I thinking about? How did I do this? And getting 50 wickets a year in shield cricket, you know, doing that a few times. And, but what was I actually thinking? Or And the fact of the matter is I was just out there having fun. Yeah. I was just out there, relaxed, having fun, and it was happening. Um, and then it was a moment. That was one of my first moments in my, my bowling career where I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to go and have fun. And I think that really set me up for all those other times where I'm in the team, out of the team. Because you know what? If this is the last time I'm in the Australian team, and I'm not you know, going to be the, the best player compared with who we got, but I've been given the opportunity, if this is the last time I'm here, I am going to have that much fun. That's enjoy. a great
0: philosophy too. And do you think in our time, um, and obviously before us, you know, without fast bowling coaches, you actually had to self-coach, self-monitor. And I yep. reckon that's where mm. I got into trouble. You know, you pride yourself on being self-motivational and, um, you know, a good team yeah. player. But I found that, you know, if I was dropping a few percent, um, it's, ha- it's hard to self-monitor.
1: Yeah. And all of a yeah.
0: sudden it's 10% and you're in a bit of a slump. So, you know, did you yeah. did, were you able to self-monitor when you were starting to try too hard again and then to reinforce, no, I'm playing because it's fun?
1: I, I got I got good at that because what I'd do, I'd um you just find yourself firing up too much um and getting frustrated. Um and that was to me, that was the key. That was the, the sign going, okay, just chill it out now. And even games where I tried to fire up, you know, thinking I'm gonna be a fiery fast bowler to the point where I was, you know, accused. Sometimes people would say, Oh, Casper, you're too nice to be a fast bowler. Yeah. And it's like, no, no. No, no, I'm still got a stare. We're still walking down the wicket and getting in the batsman's face, but I don't need to sniff and snarl and do all that sort of stuff to get it because I knew that just threw me just a little bit out. And I've had actually oh, some coaches, even Wade Second in Queensland, you know, with a couple of bowlers. He'd said, oh, I should go and speak to Casper. And talking to them about that, you know, instead of just trying to be something you're not, or finding, I think that's what I said, learn how you learn how it works for you was yeah. the key because for me it was – it wasn't about, you know, running in a million miles an hour and bowling as fast as you could. It was all about keeping everything con- controlled. And and ultimately, that's why I use the term just having fun. And I think the journey, um, I'm sure that every single person that's gone through it, you find your own word or way yeah. to do that. And the word, for me, it was fun. I don't know. What did, what did you use, Flynn? What was there? I reckon my consistency
0: was um, I used to get in trouble um, if if I was getting too anxious about what's going to happen in the future or too angry mm. backwards, although yeah, yeah. you know that I did get quite angry <laughs> at myself. I, I just thought that was a better better mm. um, zone to be in than just going through the motions. So I often, yeah. you know, tried to get myself going. It's a bit better there. But my mantra was win the next ball.
1: Yep, yep.
0: When I was at yeah. my best, I just tried to win the next ball. Yeah. So that kept yeah. me in the now and I'd, I'd planned what I was going to do. And 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 probably um, uh, I when I win the ball, keep a tally because once yeah. you win one ball, two balls, three balls, four ball, how do you think you're going? Yeah. Um, you're going well. That's so part that, part. That, that at its simplest, that, that's what got me back on track.
1: And that was the best part, I guess, about being a bowler is when you keep it simple like that because you're – we had a, must have had a good union back in the day to bring it from eight balls and over down to six, <laughs> <laughs> because you got a rest after six. It's like, hang on, I just you know I need a break. I think Rodney
0: uh. Hogg had a lot to do with that. He he had he? two for none, na- two for none off two overs at the Adelaide Oval and walked off.
1: Well, and maybe that
0: went to throw oh, yeah. the ball to him and he wasn't he there.
1: Said yeah, it. all right. Well, maybe maybe that's what he's celebrating. He yeah, did
0: he? He said, he said <laughs> asthma, and also asthma. He's, an only ch- he's an only child.
1: Did he pop another line out to um, Kim Hughes once? I think Carl Rackman tells the story in the Rebel Tour, where he went off the field and Kim Hughes sent someone off and said, "Go and find him." Where, where's Rodney Hogg? Where's Hogg? Yeah, and what was the line? Something like, um, "Tell Kim Hughes, that Rodney Hogg's dead."
0: No, Rodney Hogg's passed away.
1: He's passed away. So <laughs> Big Mocker
0: had to run that out. <laughs> hey mate, just some quick other ones about your career. Uh, mm. Best captain.
1: I look. I I really enjoyed Steve Waugh. And the reason being that he was supportive. Uh, it's kind of nice when you're feeling, you know, really supportive and, and captains sort of backing you. Um, yeah. It's through that, you know, through a period of time, it correlates to sort to, of, I guess, performance as well. Um, and really, I think my, even i try to explain this to someone once before around the Australian captains. It's, it's sort of... <laughs> I suppose when Alan Border was captain, the best way I put it is Alan Border captain. He was the icon to a younger group of players when he captain. Then he had Mark Taylor come in, who was a peer of his group, so he was leading and sort of had all the resources of people around and mates and all that sort of stuff. So when Steve War became the captain, he was the icon to us, you know, younger group as well. When Ricky Ponting came in, he was the captain to a peer group of all blokes, and went to the academy with him in for years. But then everyone left. And then he, his trans his process, then he had to become the icon. He became automatically icon to a group of players. Um and then when he left, you know, Michael Clark was that peer again. And then you know, I suppose he was, he was sort of you know finding, finding the way that, that he did it. But for me, yeah, you know, for me under under Steve War, I really, you know, I really enjoyed that. But I've got to say, my favorite captain, Adam Gilchrist. It was India, two thousand four, when um, Ricky, I think, had a knee injury or something like that. But he was there. But we ended up winning the series over there the first time for a thousand years. Um, and even even that, coming back to your earlier question about whether the changes in your bowling um, in the cricket in the bowling context here, I I really changed the way I bowled. Instead of bowling out and that sort of, I went over. The must have been about the twelfth time I was dropped from the Australian team. Um, I went to um, Glamorgan. I played cricket over in Glamorgan. So, down in Sapphire Gardens. And it wasn't, it's not generally a fast bowler's first pick, no. but I'd never had first choice of ends no. or anything like that. <laughs> so, I um, so I went down there and, you know, it was a low, slow wicket. And it always had been. Um, the rest, and having played for other counties, you'd go down there and it was always grim, Jesus, grim down there in, in Cardiff for. Anyhow, I'm down there and I'm going to have fun. That was my whole mantra, yeah. my fun. But one of the things I did after trying to bowl out swingers and getting fat outside edges that had run down a third man, they never carried through the slips when the ball going away. So I thought, on a slow, low wicket, low shitty wicket, I'm just going to hit deck hard and we're going to get the ball coming back into off stump, straightening up and going back in, setting a field, so putting a man, two men back. So maybe even. Even a man forward a square leg um, on the fence, maybe a mid wicket as well, short mid wicket catching if they decide to flick off their le- you know off their legs, but you're not going any straighter than middle stump. But everything's yeah. really tight in that line. So I did that a couple of years and had a lot of success. You know, I think you know not only did you know seventy or eighty wickets um, in the competition, I actually won the um, the Weatherall Award for the all rounder yeah. of First uh, of division, uh, of the first division cricket, second division cricket, the all rounder of the year. How? To go with yeah. Well, generally, all rounders, it's both wickets and runs. So I end up scoring, I think it was about uh, 800 runs with the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look so surprised, mate. You got a don't,
0: highest don't test score of 25. How did it? 97, 97 first two.
1: class, 97 first, no, 93 first class, sorry, for Division Australia, two, was no. it? Or I, I like a. the wickets. But,
0: Sorry, taking the Mickey there. Yeah, um, so <laughs> so a lot of the questions. Sorry, keep going. Uh, you know that I asked on social mm. media were was about this O4 tour. So
1: finish mm. off. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things um, it was actually on the plane on the way over to India. Um, now, not that I was with the, um, Jason Gillespie. Not that we were taking on any drinking records to India or anything like that. What? Not sure. What the, What did you get? What was your record? You'd, you'd be close to the record holder there, wouldn't you?
0: Uh, I think I, I missed out by 50 <laughs> from Booney. We, we weren't allowed, were we? Uh, they'd stop that.
1: Yeah. Is that because there's no champagne um, for the bowlers down the back of the bus? Yeah. Yeah. It's Unlike hard, the, yeah, it's hard back in economy, isn't it? I know. Yeah. Anyhow, um, so one of the things, um, having seen, I guess, and developed these skills, or obviously reverse swing, after India the first time, well, I went there in 1998 um, and I'll, I'll come back to that. I think I'll come back after this. But when, when we when we turned up in India in 2004, it was the third time we'd gone there. We hadn't won a series. We came close. But we were doing what Australian teams had done so well, bold, short of length, outside of stump and build pressure. The execution of that plan is what has held Australians so well um, for so long um, and had the skill of it. So one of the things I just news with, um, with Dizzy, I said, I think reckon we do this differently. I reckon we play their strength. We go straighter uh, in line, but we set fields accordingly because that man who's deep backward square or deep forward square even on the slower wickets, um, having two men back, we can bang the pitch and force them on the back foot, looking for the hook shot on the back foot to try and catch them on the crease, of the ball that doesn't quite bounce or hits them, you know, on that off stump for an LBW. If they do get behind it and flick it, then we've got one – Short mid wicket to catch it. Yeah. If they get it past him, they're only one running one run. Instead of a boundary, it's one run. You're to make a so this run. is
0: a total different line to the yep. couple of tours we went on. Absolutely. Outside off stump. Totally And the important thing is I think the discipline and skill that you guys showed, patience, but, but the field placement, That that mid wicket, that 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 player, you know, and th- you know, with that mid wicket in with two out, how many times did they try and hit it
1: finer? Lakshman, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And even uh, Lakshman got out there because that's what he does. And even when he came out, he put two catches at mid wicket. Yeah. And, and just prey on his head because instinct means he's going to flick it. And even if he does, he gets one run. Um, one of the Even out of that whole tournament, what was um, the great result was that Raul Dravid didn't score a run. And he was bolder LBW most times because what we did, you bowl straight a line to him and he'd leave cover, a little bit of a gap at cover. So all of a sudden he's trying to hit you through cover, on a straight line with sort of half yeah. a bat. So just little things like that was really designed and to to mess with their head a bit because it wasn't how they played. And and really that's the whole key when you're playing in India, when you're playing anywhere. The actual the the, the for, for any bowler, the premise for 10, not only Test cricket but everywhere you play, it's about adjusting your skills to suit those conditions and the situation yeah. of the game. That's that's the art of bowling plain and simple. And that's what we did. The execution was incredible. Obviously having, you know, with McGrath, doing McGrath um, was awesome and Dizzy was spectacular. And and the fact that Brett Lee, um, you know, wasn't in the no. in the team, didn't make it. And
0: and Mor- Warney did a good job too. Yeah, like he didn't get yeah. the massive oh. wickets, but he kept, built the pressure. Uh, it was probably it, his best tour to India as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it, and it was. And I think... The, it was because um look, even I Alvin, mean, that's that's what they that's their country that's their they they play in their conditions so even warney in india you know didn't have the impact it had anywhere else in the world because of just they they could do that well um so even 1998 the first experience of india um was i think for me was the other turning point in my career um obviously just having fun getting chosen when everyone happened um inconveniently i guess to be injured i think You weren't injured, but I know Pistol was, Dizzy was. Yeah. uh, No, sorry, um, McGrath was. McGrath, yeah. Self and Pistol. So, um, Paul Rifle um, was selected. And Paul Wilson and Adam Dale were the four quicks to play. We had Gab Robertson, Stuart McGill, and... Warning. uh, No, and Warning, yeah. Yeah, so three spinners, and that's how we're going to do it. Um, We... And that was it. You're playing against Tendulkar, and he was just unbelievable, wasn't he? Because I know you came over for the one days, didn't you?
0: Yeah, At I actually end? got there for the third test. You were there
1: for the third test?
0: Yeah. So oh. I was going to play. Um, that's that's and then, what I thought, yeah. And then, and then I, I was really crook. Um, and then you took your five, for, and then we mm. um, won the final. You know, we had some great games, won the one-day final, yeah.
1: You know, you know, the funniest thing out of that was that um, – The the lesson I learned was when we, at the end of it, so they beat us, and Javagal Srinath, who was there, obviously, gun bowler, senior bowler, I spoke to him before the game. I said, hey, Javagal, how are you going? Just, you know, and the respect thing, as we do, bowlers, respect. They already won the series. Anyway, I just said to him, I said, oh, tell us about reverse swing. How's it, you know, how's it work? And he said, you have to keep the rough side of the ball bone dry. And straight away, it was like, ah, because... You bowl the ball, keeper gets it, throws it to the slip if you had one, to gully, to point, to cover, back to mid off. Meanwhile, you've got it's 40 degrees, you've got everyone sweating it up, the ball's being soaked on its way back, and you're having a bowl with this ball and it's doing nothing. So, straight away, I went back and said to the guys, say, listen, this is, this is what we have to do. Mucked around at training with it, but even at, at the game. So, you'd end up, even I don't remember walking over to mid off. And getting the ball with two fingers, two fingers and getting two, the ball off with two fingers. So we didn't get it wet. Because the
0: thing is, you you would sweat in an igloo. So yeah, we yeah. we don't want you and we don't want your <laughs> but we were really inconsistent with our plans in the Aussie team. Because remember we went through or we thought it was waiting, So you actually put heaps yeah. of moisture into it. So, you know, we we were behind the game, weren't we, in regards to reverse swing.
1: That was, but Imran Khan went, I believe, in the late '90s when he played for New South Wales, came and introduced the spit rock they used to call it. Yeah. Back in the day, there was just weighting weight on the the shiny side, real weighting, and that was the the heavy. But it's not that at all. It's actually air pressure on the rough is how it works. But the the, the outcome out of that day, my big takeaway was the day before the game. Right. Day before the game and Sachin scored a thousand, fa- you know, like so many runs, hundred every innings, and it was just on fire. And it was hot. I had lost about eight and a half kilos yeah. of body weight. Um, which means I should can't wait till this COVID lifts <laughs> so I can get back there. And- <laughs> Anyhow, um so anyway, all of a sudden we're training the day or two days before the game, and around the boundary, all of a sudden it was like an oasis, wasn't it? It was all of a sudden it's yeah. Dennis Lilly the greatest fast-bowling resource of all time is there. He's at uh, Chinnaswamy Stadium in Bangalore. He's going to
0: solve all the problems.
1: So I went to him, Phlegm. I actually said um, the classic thing I was and went off and said, how are you going, mate? And the first thing he said was, he goes, oh, how how hot is it? And it's like, yeah, it's pretty hot here. So the next thing he says, oh, how flat are the wickets? Must point out that Dennis Lee never played a test match in India. Right. No. But then I said, I just said to him, "I thought here's the opportunity. Got to use him. There's a resource he is." I said, "Dennis, is there anything? Have you seen Tendulkia? Watched his technique? Is there anything you've spotted there that you think that we should actually go for? Can you can you help me out? Have you got anything for me?" He looks at me. He looks skyward, rubs his beard, comes back and says, nah, mate. Just make sure you walk off with pride." <laughs> I
0: reckon he said two other words in there, and that there you know, might have been, said, but
1: maybe not for yeah, yeah. G. G. or what are we? No, I know? I reckon
0: his words first words. response was he pondered. So we're going, we're going to get gold here, and he goes, "Good luck." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. I reckon, <laughs> Good and luck, luck. <laughs> and then he said that last bit, and we're just
1: going, "Oh my god." How we going? Go. Yeah, the so if the greatest time doesn't have an answer. But the thing was, my other takeaway from that, I can't remember if you remember Flem, said to him, said, what about viv? How'd you you know attack Viv? He said, how did you contain Viv? He said you can't. He said you just got to attack him and hope it's your day. I do
0: remember that, you know, we we were looking for some answers, and, yeah. and, and, and and in hindsight, it was a great answer, as in, yeah, you've got to find your own methods. It's about that. Hey, mate, just about teammates, did you have yep. uh, someone an underrated teammate, the highest maintenance teammate, mm. and uh, the most enjoyable or funniest teammate? Um,
1: oh, look, I, I'd spent my whole career... Um, and his you know, best mate is Andy Bickle. Yeah. Uh, and the irony is, I actually was competing with him the whole time. <laughs> yes. um, so when Bick moved down to Brisbane from Laidley, which is about an hour and a half um, uh, west of Brisbane, he's moved down here with his Bickle prickle-shaved head with a little tuft. And, you know, he didn't have any tattoos. Bick's never had t- tattoos. He looks strikes. He'd come across, back in the day, his nickname was Mad Dog. Yeah. Everyone would call him Mad Dog because he'd do his circle work at the top of his mark and steam in and... And snarl and do all that anyway um he came down and and it's it's the irony is is that um yeah so he came and lived with me so at the time i actually introduced him to my wife Lindsay. actually introduced him to his wife um i was <laughs> uh, we're best men at each other's weddings he actually lives about 100 meters down the street would you believe from where i live now so <laughs> and 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 it makes no sense for a lot of people i think and certainly no batsman would understand this That I reckon our relationship is was what helped us out to get the best out of each other the whole way through, because yeah. when I was in the team and not getting wickets, he was playing shield cricket, getting wickets, and then I'd get dropped and he'd come in, and then when he wasn't playing and not getting wickets, I'd be getting wickets at Queensland and then I'd come in, and over that whole time, and I think there's that great fear that thing with with fast bowlers. Um, Certainly was with with us, I think, is that, you know, respect is that, you know, this is not easy. This is not easy what we're doing. And, you know, you're supporting each other. So, you know, I'd say that. um, The other one, too, I think the other, and it's going to keep it to a bowl of theme here is McGrath. This guy McGrath is just, for me, just an absolute hero. And to be able to play and be a mate with someone you sort of admire so much and for everything done. It just, it, it, it's just, it's where luckiest people to do. not only just live our dream with and you know, get a bag of green, but also the people we've actually been able to knock around with. And I suppose Pidge,
0: you know, mm. he was the Terminator because of all the great players we played with, for me, mm. he's the greatest. Yeah. I'm not saying he had the most spectacular game, like a worn leg spinner, Gillies mm. hundreds at a strike rate or great catches, Ponting number three, winning, setting up series in the first couple. But yeah. he had he, he had no natural predator, <clears throat> McGrath. He was the predator. He's record at home and away in, in um on all oh. different grounds. Yeah. The average is about the same, low twenties, whereas all the, those three other guys, Steve Wars and Mark <clears throat> Wars, you know, there was countries where they struggled against, but not McGrath.
1: No, and that's the thing. The difference between his good day and his bad day was was nothing. You know, you wouldn't know that the the way that I think he's that makes him just such an incredible person. Um, was the fact that well, for lots of reasons. First, first of all, the fact he came um, was when I say identified, he played a game of cricket up in a country cup. You know, game in New South Wales, western, northwestern New South Wales somewhere. Yeah. And someone up there, was it Brad McNamara or someone said... I think it was Doug Walters. Dougie. It was Doug. Okay. Well, Doug said, come on down. Come on down to Sydney, play great cricket. Um, Sutherland, they'll give you accommodation. So he's come down off his own back, you know, not country kid. Um, I'm going to say oh, not many life skills, maybe, in city life skills. Sorry, city life skills is probably a better way to I, I, I,
0: I still, I, I question that to this day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think that's, for him to go down and be living in a caravan um, on his own and play club cricket and just was just extraordinary. So, and just his journey. But the fact of the matter is. Um, Great story. You know, well, even just with Jane, right? Jay McGrath. Um, and living with that for the two of them, the fact that she beat cancer twice, you know, and went through everything there and all that hardship, I'll give you a good example. Every single time you'd, you'd see McGrath, is hang hey, on, mate!" just out of manners, and his response every single time was "Never better, mate." Yep, never better. Even to the point, the day after um, he stepped on that ball, day one, Edgebaston Test Match, two thousand five. He's turned up the next day. He's walked in with a big black moon boot, right? Yeah. Over his, he's walked in with crutches. And I'm like, oh shit, mate, how are you going? Never better, mate. I've never felt better.
0: Did you and feel you guilty? Know. You know, putting that ball in his path,
1: though. <laughs> <laughs> You're but still you on haven't the tour. Hey, you were on the tour group, weren't you? So maybe it was. Maybe there's something a lot evil, more evil. Um, were you the fanatics or something? Or I don't know. I mean,
0: no, he was the last. He would have been the last player I wanted out. I, want, yeah, I wanted to five
1: mil
0: yeah, yeah exactly. Lords for me as a spectator. That that win there was one of the great uh yeah. sporting experiences as a fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But and that's the thing with McGrath is that um he just leaves positivity at all stages. As much as he loses his rag he his rag in the um in you know, the dressing room but things didn't work out for him. But it was just mainly consistent. mainly
0: with his batting. That was yeah. the thing, wasn't it? He, he took it so seriously. <laughs> hey, talk about positivity. Can I? Uh, uh, what about worst worst teammate oh. to be running the rock box,
1: playing the music in the room? Oh, look, it's, 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 it's take your pick for a of top six batsman in yeah. any team. Generally, um, Michael Slater at least had an element of of a sort of a, a Bon Jovi. At least there was some yeah. sort of like. Guitar, guitar. yeah, he, he didn't mind that. Slats was pretty good like that, but he did control that rock box. You just had to really keep an eye out for, say, uh, a Justin Langer or more even worse, Matthew Hayden. No, I think because Matthew Hayden had put on all sorts of things. Like there was a uh, Graham Connors, um, who was a country singer, Cyclone Season was a big one he used to love. Now, no, there's remember. one,
0: well, Langer, Justin, he had he loved
1: that Jesse song, yeah.
0: You know, talking about a lost girlfriend and a lost cat and it's <laughs> Joshua Cadison, wasn't it? Jesse worst yeah, song lost, I've ever heard. Lost
1: lost identity, I reckon is what it was. And I
0: hate I hate us to just listen to that 1970s country music. We've just won yeah. a test match.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. Um look, I, I didn't mind getting in a country occasionally, mate. And I think with um John Williamson, um yeah, Steve, yep, War. Steve War. Steve yeah, you'd respect that. He was, you know. Whatever he wanted, we got it. But I just remember even the rock box was a classic. I, when I first made the Queensland team, must have been the second year or so, it was 19, yeah, 1991. 1991, the reason why I know that is that this is the 30th year anniversary of Pearl Jam. Boom. 10, the first, CD, 30th anniversary. So I'd actually heard Alive the first time and I thought, this is the greatest song I've ever heard. Um and then there was, I, I think I even splashed out, flashed, didn't get the cassette, but I actually got it on CD. That's we cutting
0: were, edge in 91. Was,
1: was earning big bucks in our match payments back Yeah. <laughs> and too I was, I was living at home, mind you. But um, the
0: CDs were actually $29.99, which was quite yeah. expensive. And well, LP was $9.99.
1: Well, I saved money. Like I said, I was living at home still. And so i <laughs> house and board. Um, so I, so what the thing was, I actually thought I built up the courage. Young bloke, you know, the rock box. Someone kind of left it a bit like a, a, a gap in a, a, on a football field. You sort of see a half a gap and I'm going to take it. I'm going. I'm in. So I put it down and I put a live on there. I'm just hoping, you know, you, you want to sort of like really get, you know, connect to people in the team and show some initiative and all that. And all of a sudden, a, you know, a live's going on. Da-da-da-da-da. Anyway, all of a sudden, I had Carl Rackerman just get up, walk over to it, and he said, this is not music. It is to be called music. It needs a rhythm and a beat. This is neither. And then just stop. So <laughs> the best part about that rock box, Flem, and I think I did contribute um, to your book, actually. Uh, Biology. You did? I did, um, and that's the way I recalled at the time was that um, out of all those boy bands that we used to get, you know, the NSYNC's and uh, who else they were. Backstreet Boys. Joshua, Backstreet Boys, Joshua Catterson and even Bon Jovi for that matter, where the hell are they now? Yes. Gold Jam. Uh, we've got, oh, who else? We've got... Well, well ACDC. Right. Yeah. They're all, all our guys yeah. are still rocking. And Foo still... Fighters. And, you know, the best part about it, just like a fast bowler, they're adapting their skills and adjusting their skills to suit the conditions.
0: Yes. Yeah. Have and you heard what,
1: that last Pearl Jam CD's awesome?
0: No, it's all good. And this is what I think the fast bowling <laughs> cartel, you know, that you've, you've given a lot of insights for, for young fast bowlers here today. But one mm-hmm. is listen to hard rock.
1: Um, so, my young. My son, Ed Ed Kasparovich he's 14. He's a fast bowler. He comes in, bowls quick naturally. Um, He gets that from me, but the best part is he actually gets the aggression from his mother. So he's got all the tools. So um, so when he was 12 years old, um, the Foo Fighters were playing here in Brisbane at Suncorp Stadium. I managed to get hold of some tickets, um, and I thought as a, a learning experience, be a good father bonding experience with his son, took him to the Foo Fighters concert, and he was singing along with Dave Grohl, oh. and yeah, lo- and loving it. So that's good but parenting, I, isn't it?
0: It's almost first class cricket there. I mean, we yeah. could get into the Kiss concerts that we've been to, um, <laughs> and all, all in, in all regards to that. What about we? Uh, we love lording the fast bowling cl- cartel. We're, we're yep. members. <laughs> we're, we're running the, the the cricketing world these days. What about some thoughts on your fast bowling cartel? Colleagues in the Aussie team
1: and the Queensland Bulls. Yep, yep. But just before we start, I'm gonna to, have to um, I'm gonna put a claim in here. Um, oh, that I'm actually responsible for the term cartel, <sighs> and the reason being, we were away on a tour, and I was reading. Well, it was during the Australian summer, but we were reading the news, and it was always been the fast bowling union. Yes. It was always the union. Um, look after each other in the union and all that sort of stuff. Mike Whitney, in my yeah. first season, sat me down and told me with we over a six pack in the dressing room that you know the union and they just told me all about it. So we got to look after each other. Anyway, the union was there, but the union started to just get a little bit frayed around the edges um, when professionalism come in. Perhaps. Yeah. Anyway, at the time I was reading, um, there was there was a bit of um, media around. Uh, smorgans i think or was that there was a the um smorgans is one company but there was the um the cardboard box companies and they were referred to as a cartel and i thought well that's an interesting term because there was two major players um and they called a cartel and so a bit of research was the cartel controls the market who enters who goes and i thought that is perfect so i will claim that it was myself and I, i dare say with Probably with Dizzy, just to shoot it past him yes. and see what he thought, and then um, to this Probably day. So, yeah. So I'm going to say that um, I'm all over the, the cartel for for obvious reasons. The I think that the thing about the fast bowling cartel, um, yeah. Like when I first played cricket for Queensland. Um, Jeff Thompson was my coach. Oh, Carl Rackham was in the team. I had yeah. uh, Craig McDermott when he, you know, wasn't in the Australian side. He was there as well. So I had all these iconic fast bowlers. And certainly from a Queensland perspective, even Dirk Tasler was my first roommate.
0: What you a know, the old
1: left arm swinger. Uh, just an awesome bloke too. And I think that's one of the prerequisites of being part of the, the fast bowler. You know, there's a there's a there's a, a good bloke test, um, yeah, and which also is part of the selection criteria. Anyway, yes. um, yeah, and you found that you found that we, yeah, that just you had that as a resource, and there was an element of sharing, you know, and helping out each other um, the whole way through. Like to think we maintained that my time in Queensland, um, and you know, to this day, it, it's sort of still happening. But also in the Australian team um, with the yeah. blokes that, that we played with, and had the opportunity too. Um, you spend so much time um, with guys on, you know, it'd be during matches on tours, getting to know guys so well. And so you get to know their buttons as well, what to press, yep. what not to. Um, yeah. But I think that's it. It's seeing people, you know, and for the good of the team, everyone going well. So that's 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 what existed. Um, and from what I've seen and chatting to the guys today, um, it's still going strong. It is, it is. Um, and we still have our catch-ups, don't we? You
0: know, generally at one test match a year. Yep. Uh, the president, you know, Glenn McGraw will, Make a bit of a speech. He was treasurer. Um, special guest. good as job.
1: Well. Always, always have a special always, guest. I've always managed to get a special guest along too. Um,
0: oh, Carl Rackerman was going to be hard to beat. Big mocker. They, they, they loved his role. But hopefully, COVID um, safe. We might have the opportunity to do it this year during the Ashes. Well, last Ashes, I think mm. the English fast bowling. <laughs> Members, we we we'd had about twenty beers,
1: and they walked in, didn't we? Something like that, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: we that. right. Hey, mate, what about? Um, we talk about the best grounds you played at. What about worst grounds?
1: Oh, that's that's without a doubt. Um, Nineteen ninety eight. There was a one day game. It might have been the first one day game we played after that Test series um, when Sachin was belting the ball everywhere, oh. scoring hundreds everywhere, um, and it was In. Um, yeah. Down south, south, I'm just sh- oh, shouting. Southwest. Yeah. But to the point, and you know, I'd managed to, I said, lost all that weight earlier on, um, pre tour. It was the most incredible. It was hot. It was like 40 plus degrees. And I remember before the game, saying to yeah. him, um walking out there, and we got to know the other players and Mohammed Azradin, the Indian captain, obviously having played three tests against them and, you know, the whole tour that we spent a couple of months, which just to the same to him, I said, mate, this is too hot. This is is crazy. What's going on? And he said we should not be playing. Now, the Indian players, I think, would have warmed up on the ground for what 15 minutes? Not even that. What did Jeff Marsh have us doing? We 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 did a training session, didn't we? It felt it was a full training session. Yeah. Um, yeah. And these are the days before you had sports science and, and isotonic drinks and all the rest of it. We had water. We had um, Sprite, we had Coke and Thumbs Up, which Thumbs is the up. an Indian version of Coke. It's a cola, but we quickly called it Thumbs Down. Didn't Thumbs we? Down.
0: Yeah. Well, I remember the day before and I'd come, i just caught a bit of a flu and then I was getting over that, but I just remember I've got unfit all of a sudden, you know, because mm. we, we trained hard the day before too. But even in the yeah. warm up, remember we're running. And the Indian players were sort of walking out, having a sip, little hit, and walking off. And we were going, "Oh, look at them! They're soft. Yeah, we, uh, we'll get them today." No, they're not soft; they were smart.
1: They were, yeah, so um, smart. So right. when did
0: you think you were in trouble? Because you were the first cricketer I ever thought was going to photosynthesize on the field. <laughs> like you actually forgot yeah. how to run, almost didn't you? Like you just
1: collapsed. I, I didn't I didn't go on the gr- didn't fall on the ground on the on the deck on the ground, but. What happened was that we actually bowled. I think I bowled probably five overs straight. Um, and okay. I, we even got, uh, yeah, so five overs straight. Um, and then I remember feeling out on the fence and not being able to breathe. I was actually like this, <laughs> not being able to get any air into lungs. And, of course, it's, you know, and sort of all starting to a little bit panicked about this, thinking, oh, I can't breathe. And anyway, I, I gave it an over, two overs or something like that, trying to just do it. And I went, I remember just going up to Steve War. There was a point I sort of jogged up to him. I said, oh, Steve, i just got to go if I can't breathe. And he just looked at me and he's gone, get, get off. Up, and I remember going off the ground and uh, Errol Alcott has just got me, ripped my you know, clothes, and he just put me in an ice bath and just dunked me in this whole bath, full body in this thing. I was in there for you know, for a while. felt like Whatever. And then I said, right, I'm, all, I'm good. I went back out on the field. Yeah,
0: I remember you coming back on. I've gone into yeah, yeah. the big fella's back.
1: <laughs> get me out there again. Yeah, get me out there. Anyway, I remember getting back out on the field. And then, and then, you know, Steve said, oh, okay, you're right to bowl. I said, yeah, mate, give it to me. You know, I remember bowling three balls. I reckon three balls. Then all of a sudden it just kicked in and my head was spinning. I couldn't see. And I thought, the only way I'm going to get through this is a short run. So I ended up. I think I had about, it was probably about, I don't know, like 15, 20 steps to an all up. I ran off about, I don't know, seven steps. And I remember trying to muck around and trying to keep the fun happening. I remember with the ball in the hand, but with I think my left hand, um, like a jockey, I was trying to pull out the persuader, the the, the whip. No, you were doing fighting. that. You were doing that. <laughs> trying to pull out the shillelagh and just kick the But kick We're it not on in
0: home. on the joke. We're just going,
1: he's lost it. I know. <laughs> But at the at the part of that there's a couple a couple of things about that the real takeaways for me were going and you sent straight off the field straight away. So I was off, bang, gone.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I remember getting on the bus and I think Ricky Potting is part or marto might have vomited on the bus, just just, yep. just being punter. You know, yeah. Yeah, punter on the bus. Um, I remember going back to the hotel room and I had this awesome roommate. Um, oh, it was actually David Fleming. Um going back to the room and in amongst the, the channel, whatever it was, but the Bollywood theme music in the background in the room. I remember lying down in my bed and sort of not being able to move, but then all of a sudden just crying. I was just yeah. I was just crying and I just couldn't help it. I said, I don't know what's going on, mate. And you've looked at me and I think you just did you get hooter once again at physio. Oh, and I just said, got
0: on hooter. It was like being Billy there, but it, you were just so disorientated, like you had no control. Over yourself,
1: so I think. I, ne- like- I think what I needed was a, a, a ham and pineapple pizza and a, a chocolate milkshake or something like that.
0: So, and maybe a bit we go one of those, those at
1: night. No, uh,
0: but I, I do remember that we, we traveled next day, played the next day in 43 degrees. Um, I, oh, think, I think you did get a rest, was, but it was like oh, in really? this day and age, you would be four or five days off, but um, yeah, a month. But I remember Hoot come in and, you know, it, it, obviously it was all but I was bloody worried about you. But it, it was funny how yeah. early on it was more about, oh, I've got unfit all of a sudden. Um, so I, I, I
1: no, actually... No looked better looked place. At, yeah. No better place so to pass heavy. away, is it? But no better place oh, to pass been... away than playing cricket for Australia. Well, surely surely it there's... Re-
0: remember just so well. But I, I, I the other thing <laughs> I remember is... Um, <laughs> Well, a couple of things. I bowled seven extras. So not only did I have to bowl ten, <laughs> I bowled an extra seven. And then in the yeah. last over, I looked up, I actually bowled seven balls. The umpire didn't count them. Uh, and I remember oh, getting no. off, and it was like I jumped in a pool, like I was squelching
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, that yeah. much, and I just couldn't move. You know, you're, you're moaning on the the thing. Mardo bowled nine <laughs> balls and was vomiting in the shower. I can't bat and, <laughs> Steve Busco, oh, you're going to have to bat, Worked and then I reckon you safety. did. You get did you get Sachin out?
1: I did get him out for less than twenty runs. I, I got to look at the game, but um, the, the uh-huh. irony, and that's that's the irony of that match, isn't it? That um, he got man of the match in every Test match and all that. We managed to get him out for like less than twenty five. Man so of the match. thought
0: the, the great man can have a bad day.
1: Man of the match, Sachin Tendulkar.
0: Yeah.
1: What do you get? Five, five. or twenty. Five or something, yeah. bowling leggies and offies, and it's just yeah,
0: that yeah. was the irony, wasn't it? I reckon that you got was... him out for under five, and might have been side, too. Well, at least he can, at least even the great man can have a bad day, bad luck. Yeah, picked up five for man, of the match. And the other irony I looked up, it was actually on April Fool's Day.
1: <laughs> oh, really?
0: If that's somebody's oh, joke, Brad, wow,
1: that's it. That's not, I, not so funny.
0: <laughs> another little bit of a serious one do you have um besides walking out on that field that day and coaching uh, any regrets
1: for your career? to be honest no i think i oh know every okay. single time i got on the field you gave it absolutely everything there was nothing left in the tank i wasn't leaving things to chance but i guess if there's one if there's one thing i would have you know i would have loved to have done more than anything on the cricket field. Is is scored a test fifty, a test hundred, of course, oh. but just a test fifty because I think there's a there's a couple of smart asses out there that just They're not easy bring up just just keep bringing up the facts at every chance they get um, at the fast filing
0: um, cartel meeting.
1: <laughs> no, that's, that's not an official meeting not an, official meeting. not an official meeting.
0: You and know where you could have got lucky was in uh, 2001 tour. I, I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, central to getting, raising the ball, you know, for five foot, you know. Yeah, so that, yeah, got over, right. yeah. that got yeah. over the line. And then my next one was if you're batting 9, 10 or 11, if you score 25, you should raise the bat. And I remember. I, yeah. I, 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 didn't get, I didn't get ground swill for that one. Steve Ward poo-pooed that one. But if I had, you would have been able to raise your bat once.
1: That's right. And along, along with my uh, weather all, all round of the year award in county cricket, Absolutely. I think my average in in, in first-class cricket's about 17. What's yours?
0: I, I don't even worry about it. Was, it's was about the baggy green. What's average it, 19. Yeah, average <laughs> 19. <laughs> hey, mate, we've got some questions. First up, yeah, yeah on social media, this is from a Lindsay Kasperwitz. And the question is, is it true... You won't, that's you, won't shave your beard because someone said you look like Bradley Cooper once. Oh, look,
1: no, that's that's not true. Uh, that's it's true it's because you paused. No, it's not true because it's been said more than once.
0: Are you, can you confirm that? How, what, why?
1: Um, oh, there was a couple of joints, on of places, actually. Um, there was a, I was once on a plane. It's been um, yeah, I think yeah, no. It's been it's happened a couple of times. So, well, as Stuart whilst, Law whilst, whilst, whilst also it's, said no. he's Djokovic. Jok- <laughs> Djokovic. Well, maybe that said, maybe well whilst Djokovic doesn't grow a beard, um, yeah, I can sort of stand out a bit. I think Djokovic looks more like Simon Cabbage actually. There's a bit of that. There's mm. a bit of that. Yeah, yeah,
0: hey, yeah mate. Yeah. Hey, Crab. Been great to catch up. Uh, just final. <laughs> what? What's your last sort of advice? particularly for fast bowlers getting yeah. into pre-season and what would you say to them?
1: Oh, I reckon I reckon just that piece around um, having fun because um, it's the, – the big thing about being a fast bowler is you've got to appreciate pain. It's going to hurt. Yeah. There's times. And the, the part around pain, I'm going to say, is that um, it, there's good pain and bad pain. And as a fast bowler, there's going to be days when you, you get absolutely excruciating pain around your body but it has this remarkable way of disappearing to the point yes. where I actually started calling it and came up with the, the term, the niggle worm, um, that every single time you bowl, today it might be my left ankle starts hurting and then all of a sudden you keep bowling and disappears to, for the next day to appear in my right shoulder. Um, yes. And the thing is, as you get older, um, that worm ends up the size of a python, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> <And then, laughs> But I think that's, and I've actually expressed that a couple of times since I've seen young fast bowlers. And I had one guy from the UK come out, uh, Maurice Chambers. And I remember I said that the first thing I said before his first game for the University of Queensland, that, you know, about this, he's gone out to bowl and he said, Casper, you know what? He said, that's true. What you said about the niggle worm, it's true. I said, is it? What happened? He said, well, I came in a bowl and threw a third ball in. He said, I thought I tore my rib off the bone. He said, but I kept bowling. And then all of a sudden it, 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 was, it was fine. Now, I don't want to go against, Bowling workloads. I don't want to go against um, the latest medical advice and all that. I'm not encouraging anyone to bolt to here. But snap. do it. Yes, but <laughs> but, but I think the I think the other the other thing I really really want to sort of stress is that um, conveniently, there's pain is the biggest lesson. Um, perception is the other one we talked about, yeah. and the third P I'm going to leave you with the big three Ps is possession or ownership of your journey. Um, you can't leave anything to luck. Um, there's so many things that are going to affect your performance and you have no control over. The pitch, the weather, umpires, you know, all have an effect on my performance as a bowler. It can, you know, and selectors will drop me again. And But you can't actually rely on luck to, to happen. And you just, the, the, the quicker you decide and you own, realise it's the ownership, the position, of my journey, um, and, you know, and whatever happens, happens. Um, the better because you don't want to get to the end of your days and just kick cans and blame people or blame anything for the fact that um yeah, put it this way, yeah, that you didn't make it or it didn't it didn't work. And at the end of the day, if you didn't have fun, it's your own fault. So
0: what you're saying is be the chairman of your game and good luck in your role as chairman of sports corps. Good luck with the Thanks, ball. Hopefully this is the start of uh, you know, a massive insight into yeah. uh, what bowlers do with the cricket ball, the pace, the spin, the revolutions and everything like that. But, Casper, mate, loved your work over the years and uh, we'll catch up soon and we'll finish with the, the Dennis Silly salute.
1: Love you too, Flynn.
0: Thanks, everybody. We'll catch up next week. Thanks, Casper. Come on, Flynn. What's up, Oh, Test match
1: for okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. Hi. We have friends coming to stay and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair all delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply.